Hello and welcome everyone to episode 42 of the VGC Trainer School podcast, where we focus on the competitive side of Pokemon. Whether you are a ladder scholar or newcomer to VGC, we will help you learn. Class is in session. I'm Jake, and I'm joined today by two mask-wearing co-hosts, Spicer and Tony. Welcome in. How are you both doing today? We'll start with you, uh, Spicer. What's going on? What's new, man? I'm wearing the Ogre Pond Hearthstone mask. And, uh, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. Um, like the Hearth Flame or the Hearthstone? Like you're playing TCG? Yeah. Solid. Anyway, Solid. Um, been enjoying that new uh, Best of Three OTS showdown ladder. Cool. Um, yeah. I mean, Pokemon related, that's it. My locals are starting back up in, uh, at the Luxor here in Vegas. So if you are from Vegas, hit me up on Discord. We do every Thursday night. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's all I've got. Cool. And a massive, massive thank you and as much gratitude as I can as I can send. As Spicer has been our editor for the past couple episodes, and it's been phenomenal for, for me. So I do Ooh. truly appreciate that, Spicer. Thank you so much for taking that on. You've uh, yeah, been least great. I, can I, do. I like the, uh, I like the episodes a lot. I like the, uh, the, the spice that you bring to them, you know? Yeah, like when they're talking over you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no problem. It's a, it's just you know, it's a what is it called? A labor of love. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you again for real. It's because I love you, Jake. <laughs> I love you too. Notice Jake. me, Spicer's <laughs> labor of love. And that voice is none other than Two Tone Tony. How are you doing? Applause, applause noise. Edit this in, Spicer. Applause noise. Yay. Get off the stage. Yeah, like a oh, sitcom when somebody comes in from like, you know, off screen or something. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going? No, uh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Um, my applause Good. will be twice as long. Good. As it should be. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I just been preparing for Sacramento because Spicer is a bum and he's lazy at prepping but he does great at editing i wish he'd do a 50 50 you know just one one just ah fuck, what's it called one track mind yeah yeah you're gonna I can't follow what you're saying but sure at least i have one track shut up <laughs> yeah that's about it just, <laughs> you just use your moment to talk shit. That's awesome. Yeah, I could have, but like I'm trying to. I, I I've I've aged. I have grown older, and I am more mature now. Oh yeah, oh, it's been. Like it's true that I have not been preparing for Sacramento, and I really need to. It's been three minutes since I've insulted you. So yeah, it's a new I'm record. Gonna, well, I mean, you know, Sacramento. Now. Like, who's going to that? Honestly, you know, like right. Yeah, uh, losers like Spicer and me. And who what, else uh, do we know? What weekend is that? When is that? The thirteenth. Oh, 14th. so oh, no, okay. the fourteenth so, and fifteenth. So okay. it's like two weeks. Wow. So not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. Okay, yeah. you have less time than I thought. Yeah, you need to. You need to really yeah. prep for that. Yeah, the, all all Spicer has told me is Diplin, and I'm like, uh huh. 
Yeah. Oh, so so you're he's he's cooking. Okay. I have like three teams right now. There's and, one that is Diplin based. There's one that is <laughs> uh cornerstone ogre pawn based, and one that is screamtail based. And none of that Ooh. feels very, you know, reassuring. To, if you make hear. cornerstone work, you'll be goaded. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. would be impressed. You you'd show up on all the big podcasts. Like yeah, they'll be you'll, they'll be like, move over, latte. Have <laughs> you seen this guy? With I'm more likely just to spectacularly crash and fail, but uh, that's fine. I mostly like just like to go to regionals for fun. You know, like I don't even expect to do great. I just like to see like like the Vegas locals will be going out, the Portland locals will be going out. Tony will be there, I guess. You're gonna sneak up behind me again and just like surprise me and i'll be like oh tee hee hee and then i'll just like tell my wife to move out of the way it's cool <laughs> you like stiff arm your like three-year-old daughter this is, this is the real love of my life <laughs> i mean that that doesn't change i, I do that anyway <laughs> sorry honey regionals are for the boys <laughs> it's a boys speaking, night out and speaking of we actually do have a couple people going to the upcoming peoria regional in uh yeah Tyler and John are going to be there this weekend, along with some other people from the server. So, you know, massive uh, shout out to them. You know, hopefully do well, and then we'll see what happens in Sacramento. And uh, you know, I'm sure that you guys will learn from what the what the meta shows this coming weekend for your uh, your team building for Sacktown. Right. I'll probably just be safe taking whatever amlo or and mike titan used and uh would they're, they're gonna afterward be like yeah i wish i'd change these things and i'm like that'll be what i'll take there you go like what else would you change tell me everything <laughs> what are yeah. your matchups if, if they're not sure of what to change the first option is iron jugulus all right gotta that's what i'm it. saying gotta bring it <laughs> <laughs> Um, I swear to God, if any of you bring two by two by two, I'm going to disown you, even though you don't know me. That's fair. And what do you mean by that, Tony, for our listeners? Two by two by two? If you bring the the Chi Flutter, Chien Pound, Dragon Knight, uh, Don Dozo, Tatsugiri, we're sick of you. We've been sick of you. Basically three two-mon combos. Exactly. Thank you for clarifying that spicer that that's that's a that's a good call out because not everyone knows because then like True. you know th- and that kind of stuff it, it's funny it's like you, you think it only really works on ladder but it works in tournaments too clearly um okay well let's move on because not surprisingly i don't have anything to talk about with with like what it comes to what i've been doing in pokemon because <laughs> i've been playing Baldur's gate <laughs> yeah, much more than Pokemon. So now, now this is a Baldur's Gate podcast. I am more than happy to talk about my love for Carlac, but <laughs> I don't know if anybody outside of the two of you would even know who that is or be interested. So I am might just still Team Shadowheart. I think Carlac is a cool character, but she's really she's really fun. I always bring her with me, but I'm Team Shadowheart. That's fair. The Welcome. best part is though they play totally different roles, which just like that you know happens in Pokemon. Like uh, Shadowheart is a cleric, you know, and uh, so Shadowheart is the Clefairy. Yes, yeah, she's the Clefairy. She's the Cresselia. 
Whereas Carlac is just your melee damage dealer. So she's your Iron Hands or your Dragonite. Um, Dragonite, your Ursa Luna. Yeah. Your Are you big done? DPS tank. No, we're not done. Maybe you should just <laughs> boot the game up for once. <laughs> I know. I bought it. I should. But uh, yeah, welcome to the BG3 Riz School <laughs> podcast. Yeah, move over VGC is BG3 all the way. But you know what? We'll uh, we'll see how how the how the stats fare on something like that. Because if you are interested in hearing about BG3, I got some other podcasts for you to listen to as opposed to this one. But let's get into what we have going for today before this goes on any longer. <laughs> we have some news to get into first, just to start. But then to lead to the topic, we're actually going to be reviewing the Beast Coast tournament that took place over the weekend. And then some over-unders for the upcoming Peoria tournament. As it'll be the first regulation E tournament. We have quite a bit of grassroots online stuff to pull from to figure out what's the meta going to look like going into the first regulation E tournament. So without further ado, let's move into the news. Spicer, let's have you take this first one as you kind of already referenced it in your intro. Uh, yes. Uh, like I said, the first uh, regulation E ladder to have best of three and open team sheets. I mean, the first anything ladder. We finally have what we've wanted since the beginning of this generation, I guess, Pokemon Showdown just needed time to think about whether they were going to get sued or not for this. I don't I don't understand what took them so long, but I'm happy they did it. I think we all are that we no longer have to uh, ask, you know, for open team sheets, shame each other for not getting it, forget to click it. You know, now we always have open team sheet, always best of three. And uh, for one thing, I've noticed that games uh they take a lot longer and people take it pretty seriously so they're taking long turns too i have to set aside like 30 minutes to make sure i have at least that much time every time i go on the ladder now and it used to be just like i'll just play on my phone while i'm waiting here (laughs) but that's true I, i can't even like hide at work anymore and play like it's just my whole break I'm just like, oh, this is sad. And sometimes it's longer, and then I get yelled at. That is, it is, it's very cool that they that they added this, and it's certainly not surprising that it got very sweaty very quickly. But just like from like a technological standpoint, it's pretty cool that they were able to do this because like I know that like there was always you know a way to, but it's like you look at something like this, and it's like with showdown. I mean, there's just almost no reason to ever play ladder on cart. Right. Because it just doesn't give you anything that you actually want. If you're if you're really into competitive, you know, because the games take longer because of all the animations. Yeah, it looks nicer, sure. And there's like it, it's 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 a different way to have to you know remember turns of Trick Room or you know the Protosynthesis or the um, like the, the Paradox boosts or whatever for booster energy because it doesn't all just show you right there. But it's like. I don't know. Showdown just makes it so much easier in like every sense of the matter, you know? Yeah. And uh, it should also be mentioned that they also got um, in server or in client uh, boxes now for teams. 
Oh, I know. No more. That's really cool. Deleting. So what, what does that what does that mean? Because honestly, I have no idea. Uh, it used to be that if you cleared your like cache for your web browser, that you would lose all your teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're like saved server side, so you just in, in like a a text code. Um, I haven't nice. done it yet exactly, but I just I know that's how it works. That's neat. That's and that because that 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 does suck when you're like moving from, you know, a computer to computer, or like you're you know you log in after logging you know clearing your history or something like that. Could be unfortunate. Um, but that's not the only ladder that was added. Tony, what was the other one that Showdown put up there? If you guys are trying to get ready for the Kitakami prologue, that was just added for this weekend's online tournament. It's only for the Pokemon of the Kitakami decks. Uh, check it out before the ladder goes live on cart. So you have time to use the team you want, which means everyone is bringing Mouseape. Get ready for the mirror. I am kind of interested in the Kitakami prologue. I liked the the Paldean prologue. I played in that a little bit. I just don't know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Do you guys so think weird. you might check out the Kitakami prologue? Probably no. not. No, I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's like I, I would, I would. You know what I would do? I would check uh, the ladder on home to see like the usage. I think they do that right on home. I believe so. Yeah, so I'll see the usage because that that'll be kind of cool. It's like, oh, what's being used the most? Like, what are people? And if it's mouse save, then it's mouse save. But like, it kind of it, it just opens up like, oh, what's actually viable? Or like, what kind of weird team did someone come up with? Is Arbok viable in Kitakami Prologue? Maybe. Yeah, I think because um, there's like there's no paradox Pokemon, no treasures of ruin. It seems like a very cool format. I'm I'm interested in it. Off the top of my head, that Wolfie team that he used in our server seems good with like Clefairy and Kamoa and Snorlax are all in the DLC. Sinistra, mm-hmm. almost that whole team can be made. That probably that team is probably going to be really popular. Yeah, that, I think that a mouse ape. I've seen Annihilate on ladder again, but you know. But uh, obviously for us, I think we're the worst people to ask since Sacramento's coming up. True. Yeah, because you wouldn't be just not something to focus on. So I get that. And people going to Peoria are going to be at Peoria. Yeah, they won't be able to play. But uh, for those that are not, you know, going to Sacramento in two weeks or going to Peoria this weekend, you know, check it out and let us know how you do. Be curious. For everybody else, the regulation E rules have finally been announced. And it's not even that they were necessarily announced. It's kind of just like October 1st came around and the rules were there. So, like, I don't know what they were doing, but to wait all the way until October 1st to really like show what the rules were. And the only reason that there was any confusion whatsoever is because when it was initially announced, it happened, it dropped before the DLC. So it was like additional bands to be determined later because they didn't want to necessarily unveil which Pokemon were going to be allowed in the DLC because like you could get access to like Shaman, right? But the but because of just like that just simple level of like some level of being vague, it made things like, oh, are they going to do like a band list or are they going to not allow Ogre Pond or something like that? But no, it is confirmed just to be Regulation D plus the DLC Pokemon. Still no Walking Wake, nor Iron Leaves. Maybe we'll see them in DLC too. Who knows? But 
everything that we've been playing as the regulation E tournament is exactly what the regulation E rules are. So nothing needs to change, which is nice. So crisis averted. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, that is the news. Let's jump into this next piece here, which is going to be the topic. So for today, we're going to review the Beast Coast tournament that happened over the weekend, as well as look ahead to Peoria. So the Beast Coast tournament is an in real life, like an IRL tournament that took place in New York that was being hosted by Beast Coast. So that is the, I guess, like the esports team i suppose it, but they also do like a bunch of content creators like they uh pe- the people that have signed with them in the past are like um cybertron you know aaron cybertron zang is with them wolf glick is with them uh i believe rosemary is with them as well so they've definitely carved out this like pokemon division i guess um and uh, james beck is with them as well and so it's been a way for them to, you know, easily collaborate and, you know, do content and stuff like that for like all under this same umbrella that gets supported by this esports team. And so they put on this event on Saturday into Sunday, I believe. And it was like they had uh, people like, you know, you know, Poke Bros and, um, Mike from Pokey Sports were doing some casting and they had some other casting. They did like a whole stream for it. Um, it was all on cart with like open team sheets and stuff like that. It got a really, really big turnout with a lot of with a lot of players. They had like, you know, a hundred competitors or something like that. Like it was it was pretty significant. They had really big names such as, you know, Joe UX9, Justin, uh, Justin Tang, um, James Evans. So they definitely showed out for the the Pokemon community, um, you know, certainly. And all things considered, it was a really good event. Like the stream went well. The casting went well. There was a little, you know, there's apparently a few scuffed events that I didn't get to see myself, but it seemed like it was a very good tournament overall that did end up shaping some of the meta. It looks like, I mean, with some of the results that we, that we see here and that we've received. So I am excited to look into this. Did you guys get a chance to watch any of it at all? I got to watch a couple games. Cool. It, it, there was, there was a lot of long breaks in the middle. So it's like, Oh, I don't know when I'm going to, when to come back in. But I mean, I watched a couple, like, I think I watched Joe play a couple times. I didn't, watch too much of top cut though but i gotta watch uh day one i think it was like joe versus luca paz and i was like oh that's it's a cool match uh yeah it's on my to-do list that's that's where i'm at as well it's like to, to really get into all of them but i think just you know especially on a they picked a great weekend for it not having anything so i think it is uh pretty cool that they were able to to put this on and you know have it go well. So let's get into the infer like the, the the stats here. So the way that we're gonna do it, we're gonna look at the top two teams as they were the finalists. And then we're gonna look at the metagame as a whole, similar to what we did 
last episode with our tournament as well as the Mikila Mousathon. So because I think that gives like a better overall picture about what happened. So the champion, massive congratulations to Grant Laird, a.k.a. Zap, for winning the Beast Coast Safari Zone is what they referred to it at. So Grant brought Fire Ogre Pond, Chen Pao, Rapid Strike Urshifu, Roaring Moon, Rillaboom, and Goldango. So five physical attackers and one special with that choice specs on Goldango. Some of the other interesting pieces here. We got uh, Icicle Crash, Sucker Punch, and Sacred Sword on Chen Pao as opposed to something like, you know, I don't know crunch or, or whatever or like haze or something like that um mystic yeah, water on urshifu been seeing sucker punch come back on Chen pao for yeah because because did it fall off because of like speed ties or follow me or rage powders yeah. or, some, or stuff like that no I, I what i think it was is there was always sucker punch but sacred sword got dropped for like crunch and stuff right. like that so mm. I, th- I think it's just sacred swords it's like it's always floating there but like it was like kind of falling off and then it's like oh this one's just just around sacred sword yeah i I don't know why that'd be but i don't know maybe because the meta just changed it if there's something that like we need the fight probably uh, less chrysalia i think it was only for chrysalia oh right that's it yeah Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be like less Cress, less Amoongus, so you're not worried as much about the follow me. You don't necessarily need to worry about the the poison resistance. Um, As we can see, like, we'll sort of like get to it a little bit, but here in the top eight, I mean, the fact that uh, King Gambit really dots the top eight with with three of them there, which is, I don't know, somewhat surprising to me, but then you have other things like um, opposing Chen Pao, Chi Yu, Heatran, Hisuian Arcanine is also a big one because that gives you an option to be able to actually hit it as opposed to not really being able to because, I mean, sure, Sucker Punch is going to do a little bit, but, you know, getting that plus two or like the other uh, times two damage for uh, Sacred Sword is going to be nice. Yeah, I didn't see King Gambit coming. Yeah, that was kind of, that's kind of surprising to me. Um, there were 10 of them, which is like a 10% usage. So that's not insignificant. You know, it's it's there with Varigraph, Roaring Moon, Goldango, um, King Gambit, and uh, Single Strike Urshifu were all at 10.2% or 10, 10 usage. So, I don't know. I think there, there might be something, you know, something to it. I think just having that fighting coverage is always just good in general, too. Especially on a Mon that is going to be as good as Chen Pao with the defense drop and its high attack and high speed anyways. Can you guys hear the cat? With its toy no i wish okay cool okay um yeah so switching back to like the the top ace we talked about the king gambit um and the lack of tornadoes uh amoongus continues to drop as well which we've been talking about for a bit it was down to 13 percent usage which is honestly a little bit higher than i thought it would be your top mons for the tournament Fluttermane, Iron Hands, Ogre Pond. Now, Limitless does not break out Ogre Pond in the way that Lab Mouse does, so it's listed at 50. I did notice that of the top eight, 
16, six teams of the top eight had Ogre Pond. It was split down the middle between two. Three were Hearth Flame and three were Wellspring. So it might be a pretty even split on how those perform. Uh, coming in fourth was Landorus. Chen Pao is fifth at 27.55%. Uh, Chi Yu, Rillaboom, and Rapid Strike Urshifu are then rounding out the top 20% usage. Urshifu Rapid Strike being down there below Chi Yu is actually kind of surprising to me. I don't know if I necessarily would have expected that because just of how long it was at the top of the list, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, uh, introduce the new grass type as the, the DLC, the modern Urshifu, put it down. And then uh, maybe it'll come back when uh, the Gen 10 DLC gives us the fire type DLC, Mon. Well, see, what's interesting is it's like, I do wonder if it's because of the potential of Follow Me Wellspring into Water Absorb that and like plus you know the fact that it's also the grass type right so it's like that does just kind of beat rapid strike urshifu which is funny because it's like that is so threatening to rapid strike urshifu in a way that even gastron like never was even though it had storm drain which would be able to nullify the surging strikes but the ability to just eat it but then also deal back like a lot of grass damage is you know, interesting. You know, uh, what I what I really like about the water one is just it could horn leech right after too. So if you decide to do a close combat, you could just boop, and then it's like I get everything back. Your life is done. Yeah. Also, I think I think it's a lot because it's scarf a lot of the time. Just the water one runs scarf. Like I know the well, the water uh, one can't run scarf, or unless you mean the rapid strike or shifu. Yeah, Rapid Strike. So Rapid Strike runs Scarf a lot. So you're usually locked into something and you're never going to be really locked into close combat. That's like, oh, this is the 1v1 and this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're always going to be clicking Surging Strikes. I doubt... Like, I think people click uh, Aqua Jet even sometimes for some reason. I, I The only thing I could see is like, oh, you what if... Uh, they start running a uh, terror grass, you know, the water rapid strike. Yeah. I could see that being a thing, but like, yeah. Yeah. Just the, just the fact the water one exists is like, like slowly pushing it out of the meta, which is insane. Uh, the, I like how the water one has like that mind game where the only weaknesses it has when it's pure water, it doesn't have when it's not. So it actually has a good defensive typing with its Terra. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it's definitely the best out of the two of the defensive types. Because it's what? The rock one would be the defensive one. And then the water one would be the defensive one. So you're not really like having too many options in the first place. I think the big, I think the hardest thing from when I, when I was like trying them was uh, forgetting that the ability goes away after you Terra. So it's also oh, that right. mind game of like, are you going to Terra? Do you need a Terra? Or is your ability now more valuable than the the stat boost? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's what the water one brings is just like, is do you need water absorb right now? 
no okay do you need to be bulky right now yes so then it's like oh i'm in a terra right and that's the thing too is because you know you look at the you look at this this top usage and it's like sure fluttermane is there but then it's iron hands opposing ochre pond landorus chen pao yes chi yu but then it's a, you know rillaboom you know urshifu rapid strike it's a ton of physical attackers so you don't necessarily need that spadef boost because a lot of the meta is just going to be trying to hit you on the physical side. And like the things like, you know, Chi Yu, you're going to resist that, you know, or it's going to be neutral. Um, once you go and like that, and because of the fact that water is such a good defensive typing, it's like you could very easily, if you run into like, I don't know, a tornadoes that you want to avoid getting hit on the super effective side or something like that. But then, you know, look further and it's like, Heatran's not going to be doing much to you because it's going to be neutral or resisted if it's flash cannon. Crest just doesn't have good damage output. And then it goes down to like Farigraph and Sinistra are ne the next, you know, on the special attack side. And those aren't popping up as much either. So it's like, you don't need this spadef boost because of the fact that water absorb is so good. You know, you can just build it a little bit more bulky if you want to. Other things on here, you know, we talked about Roaring Moon is good into all of the ogre ponds, which is cool. Um, Amoongus dipping a little bit. I'm curious if that's going to pop back up. Farigraph is falling off uh, from where it was. I guess just because My there baby. isn't as much Pal Knight anymore and there's not as much Aqua Jet or Sucker Punch, so it just doesn't need to necessarily be there. It's also that uh, it's King Gambit. So like... One of the yeah, things that was holding Frigraph back before was King Gambit just cows out cleave, or you have to waste your Terra at that moment. And uh, now that it's coming back, it's kind of like pushing my beloved, soul, you know, savior back a little bit, which is which is fine. You know, it, it made second place. I was close to winning worlds, but get over it. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> okay. Well, that is the metagame. Uh, Spicer or Tony, you have any lingering thoughts on uh, what we've seen from Beast Coast or just, you know, the meta in general? I'm surprised there's not as much wheezing. I feel like it's hmm. slept on. Okay. Just because of the whole interaction with the Paradox Mons, it's like, I think wheezing has a spot somewhere in the meta just no one is doing it yet um nope i don't have any thoughts it's a high powered meta i still have more to learn about it myself the only other thing that i'll just bring up briefly is that when you switch it to day two top cut the top two mons are not fluttermane uh lando lander Therian and iron hands overtake fluttermane technically uh like at least in here in the rankings Landers Therian on 20 of the teams in top cut, 17 Iron Hands and 17 Fluttermane. And then when you go into top eight single elimination, once they got to the top eight, um, it was Iron Hands at seven, Landers Therian at six, Ogre Pond at six, and Fluttermane at five. So I'm curious to see if, you know, this is kind of the beat, not like the beginning of the end for Fluttermane necessarily, but it's uh, just dipping a little bit. Iron Hands is kind of eking its way out as maybe the the best of the paradox, at least for this meta specifically. I'm not surprised. I've seen so much Lander Hysterian and Iron Hands. Every yeah. team. I want to figure out Blood Moon. 
Just someone do it, please. <laughs> they figured it out. No, they didn't. That's yeah, why you don't see it. It's mid. Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> Blood mid. Um, ooh, or mid moon, either way. <laughs> okay, so let's uh let's just end here with the with some over unders for Peoria. So we'll just go through and talk a little bit about those, but um, these are just meant to be fun, and I'll post these into the Discord server once this is posted. Um, okay, guys, will there be more Urshifu Rapid Strike, Fluttermane, or Fire Ogre Pond? In the top eight, Iron Hands, Fire Ogre Pond. I'm gonna say Fire. Okay, uh, I'll say Fluttermane, just to be a little different. But I think Hearthflame Ogre Pond is a really good contender. I'm gonna say Flutter also. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Hearthflame. Yeah, I'm gonna say Hearthflame. Uh, no, I'm gonna say Flutter because <laughs> um, they because like Ogre Pond is split. You know, because if you look at it like on the right the actual forms for top eight, it was five flutter main to only three fire. So we'll see if that continues. Okay. How many intimidate users will there be in the top eight? Over under six point five spicer. Wait, so like oh, okay. So um... you can have multiple on a team. So you could have like eight landers and that would be the over. I'm gonna say over because I I wouldn't be surprised if there was seven. All right. I think I'm gonna take if I move that to seven point five, would you still take the over? No, because then you'd have to say that every single team had one. Yeah, that's true. But you could have multiple, right? Because like Hisuian Arcanine is there. Right. Yeah. That's true. All right, yeah, I'll leave it at six point five. I'm just gonna take the over as well. Tony? I, I don't want to say it's over. I think it's going to be six. Okay. So I guess under. Okay. How many Paradox Pokemon will be there in the top eight? Over under 12.5. I'll start. I'm going to take the over, actually, because I think that I think that there's going to be like maybe a couple that are going to sneak in that you may not expect because it's really just right. Bundle, Flutter and Iron Hands. Like that's the three. To make up potentially 12. True. So and you've seen all three on a team before. I'm going to take the over. I think there's going to be 1.2 or whatever, 1.25 per team. Tony? Um, I'm, oh, that's tough. I, I'll take over also on that one. Uh, yeah, I'll do over as well. There's, there's just a lot of, uh, good reasons to use it. I mean, every team is going to have Flutter or Bundle or Roaring Moon or Multiple, and then they're also going to have Hands. They always have Hands. All right. Which Ogre Pond will win? Hearthflame, Wellspring, Teal, Cornerstone, or you don't think that Ogre Pond is going to bring it home in its first regional? Spicer? New fucking cornerstone, man. I'm just gonna have the most wild left field take, and then when I'm right, it's gonna be amazing. All right, I, feel... I like it. Mm. I, I'm gonna go with Wellspring. I feel like Wellspring has like strong potential right now. All right, then I'm just gonna go Hearth Flame. I love Teal though. Diversity. I also do think that's gonna win. For the record, it will not be cornerstone. <laughs> we know, we know, but I also appreciate you calling that out if you uh, then i'll give you cornerstone or none 
Okay. <laughs> just just no love for teal. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I just I forgot about it. All right. Here, this one's mask. a little bit more complicated. How many non-paradox Paldean Pokemon will there be in top eight? So that is like the treasures of ruin could be considered, but like no paradox. Um, I'm not including Ogre Pond or the uh, the, the loyal three because they're like Kitakame. So I'm gonna like specify that. So it's like you know King Gambit and um, Goldango and you know that sort of thing. So I'm gonna put the over under at. 5.5. Tony? Uh, I, I'm going to go with under. Okay. Um, I don't totally... This one's hard to kind of just guess off the top of my head. Or... I'll do over. Okay. I'm going to go under as well. I think there's going to be like three Chen Pao. Actually, no, I'm going to talk myself into the over. Because it's gonna be there's gonna be like three Chen Pao, two Goldango, and like two King Gambit, I think. Yeah, and then one Skeledurge. Uh, how many dragon types will there be <laughs> in the top eight? Over under one point five. Dragon types. Uh. <sighs> over. So you're gonna go like two Roaring Moons. I'm going to say, yeah, either it's going to be two Roaring Moons or a Roaring Moon and a Dragonite. Or does Terra Dragon Goldango count? No. Well, I mean, I, your uh, loss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's also like Baxcalibur and... Um, True. Shut up, we forgot about them now. Komoo. I, I, okay, yeah, Komoo. Mm-hmm. Komoo. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, I will say over. All right. I'm going to go under. I think that people are still going to be sleeping on it a little bit. Um, Alrighty. Well, that is... Hold on. I got two questions. Just okay. to add on to this. What do you think you're going to see more? Single strike or rapid strike in top cut? Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say single strike. Tony? I'm feeling single strike. I think single strike will be higher, but I feel like you'll still see a couple more rapid strike. But I, I'm going to vote single strike. Okay. Uh, I'll say rapid strike. Just, um, you know, it's just popular. That's it. Okay. And what was your other question, Tony? What left field mon you think you're going to see? Like, like completely just under, like it's gonna just, be a, it's gonna be like it's solo solo usage. I, I guess not like completely left field, but like what like what mod do you think will stick out? Like Sinistra, do you think that's gonna like make it? Do you think the Snorlax stuff will make it? Uh Coma O Weezing uh Fairy, you know, whatever, Empoleon maybe even. So I'm not going to put that as a question for people to vote on because it'd be there'd be like too many. No, but that's that's for, just more like an email, yeah. I guess. I think Como. I think there's going to be one Como in the top eight. I can see that. Um, I'm going to bet on none because top eight is a cutthroat place. There won't be any one ofs. 
Unless no, King we... Gambit still counts or Gastrodon. Like maybe one of those. Okay, I guess maybe that. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It, those aren't I, really left field right now. No. But like, you know, just like who do you think is going to be like the one that sticks out? Because, you know, it's uh, every time that like someone wins with the team like that, they always skip down and they're just like, oh, who won the team? But like, did you see number six? Number six had a dope team. And then like, that's the new meta for some reason. I can't wait to cut this question out in editing. I hate you so much. <laughs> no, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see because I think that you know with these early tournaments and regular you know for in a regulation gives people some more room to try things out and see what sticks. But it should be fun. Um, so yeah, I am looking forward to that, and of course, again to anybody going this weekend, you know, we'll be cheering you on for sure. The best of luck. May all of your status hit and never get flinched. Um, also, Detective Pikachu comes out on the 6th. So, or the, the second one, at least, like Detective Pikachu 2. So, go play that. Now Have fun. Now it's time to go give up VGC. I'm just going to play Detective Pikachu. There you go. You get to ride <laughs> around on a uh, Galarian Darmanitan. So you just you sold me. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Good luck to everybody. Thanks so much, guys, for coming on. We'll do our goodbyes. Spicer? Uh, best of luck in Peoria to John and Tyler, a.k.a. Amlo Dude and Mike Titan. Um, best of luck to us in Sacramento. Uh, if you're going there, uh, message hi. us so we can say hi and hang out awkwardly. And then, I swear to God, if one of you just come up to me and tell me, you should be on the podcast, I'm going to cry <laughs> right in front of you. Don't do that. He's an ugly crier. I, I'm, I'm ugly, period. <laughs> well, what's your, uh, how do you want to say goodbye? That was it. I swear to God. Fair enough. Fair enough. I am on the podcast. <laughs> you certainly are. And you're a valued member. Um, all right, well, guys, thank you so much again. We hope you enjoyed uh, a shout out to Tim for getting married. That happened today. Yay, so Tim! Congrats to to him and his family and everything. And uh, with that, class dismissed.